We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. What was the name of the stuff the, um, the mams used to get and they used to just put in vases? Or they, it's like, it was like Potpourri. leaves. Potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I find Paul Bree so funny. It's so random. But what? Is it still around? I it's rem- pure smelly rubbish. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just like a load of like leaves and acorns and <laughs> shit and glitter, and it was just the house used to be destroyed in it. You weren't an Irish mother growing up if you didn't have potpourri and some Tupperware. That's the supreme Irish mother. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they need to start having potpourri Tupperware parties. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin and I'm PJ and welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! We have to be careful what we say now because if we say like we're going to get killed. Laz, can you believe it? We've had our first mean review come through and I'm so obsessed. I didn't know what was going on when you sent it to me. I was like, the odd time I check the reviews that we get on Apple Podcasts, right? Just to see like what people would be saying and stuff or whatever. Five stars the whole shebang week. Usually. Usually. And then this ugly monster reared its head. <laughs> but I'm kind of obsessed with her. Obviously, lads, like, we're taking the bad with the good. But like, how funny that the review was, first of all, one star. Also, the name was, am I allowed to call it the name? Is GDPR going to kill us? I feel like they could, but also it's on the internet. So I feel like it's public. Yeah, go on. Who property, cares? Probably is it? That's kind of chaotic. But anyway. Yeah. The name is Catherine's Rainy Days, okay? We might bleep that out. We might bleep that out, but we'll see. But also, you came for us, so you deserve it. <laughs> um, they said, please stop using the word like in every sentence. And then, quotation marks, like, it's annoying, like. I'm scre- sorry, but I love it. But like... Is she serious, like? I can't believe it. Ah, uh, like, come on now, like. Like... We were just thinking, like... We're Irish, like... Yeah, we're not gonna... Like, we're not gonna change for you, you know what I mean? Like, like obviously you're entitled to your opinion, like, but at the same time, like... Get over yourself, like... <laughs> I feel like we should just do an entire episode on stuff that we like and just keep saying the word like just to wreck our head. Also, like, why is she listening? I don't know what's going on. She doesn't like it. But also, we don't even have to reply because we know 
that the I'm Grandmam Garlies will be on or like they were when we were misquoted <laughs> in Grazia. Exactly. And also, I feel like if we're getting bad publicity like this, all publicity is good publicity. Am I right, girlies? Yeah, you know that you're getting big when you start getting trolled. I really want to do a vid for the IGTV or for YouTube or whatever where we react to mean tweets. You know what I mean? You know those yeah. celebs that react to mean tweets. Like, obviously, do you want to be reading anything too mean which could yeah, send me? Yeah, I don't want to invite the trolls now because I am quite sensitive. Also quite sensitive. <laughs> Also, we're quite sensitive, but at the same time, it'd be a skit. Imagine us reacting to each other's mean tweets. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. If they're t- about me specifically, yeah. I get very upset. Exactly, and if they're coming for like my physical appearance, that's not. Would it be funny sometimes if they weren't too severe? No, it's like you know, like you know the way you be slagging your sister, like the way I slag you. Yeah. But if anyone tried to slag you for your rosacea or giant teeth, I'd kill them. Yeah, actually, but I think it could be like if it was if they did it in a funny way, if it was skilled reading, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'd enjoy that. I feel. Anyway, girlies, if you want to help us out, <laughs> get on to Apple Podcasts and leave us some five star reviews to cheer us up. Oh, girlies, we'd love it. Love it. Work away, girlies. But that's a moment, though. I feel like it is. Yeah, let's no, cherish it. I think we should. First troll girlies, am I right? We love it, girlies. You, people who were with us at Ep One, did you ever imagine <laughs> that we'd be talking about our trolls? I love having trolls. This is a big moment for me. It is. It's a big moment for us. That's right in my head. <laughs> what are you gonna do? There's kids in the back garden talking, and Kevin's gonna snap on them. Kevin, they're not going to be quiet. Shh. <laughs> what time is this? What time is it, by the way? Stop shushing kids out the back <laughs> no, door. Can you keep it down, please? <laughs> Trying to record a fucking podcast? No, but lads, I'm sorry, it's 10 o'clock at night. They shouldn't be out in the street at all. But that's, like, honestly, get your kids to bed. <laughs> But sorry, what are they doing up at 10 o'clock? Like, that sounds like a really young voice. I'd love if their mum came out the back door and was like, <laughs> Why are you shushing my child? <laughs> Me, shh, just get him in. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lads. Okay, so lads, one thing we do like when we sit down to like plan the episodes, and like when I say plan, it's all very loose, isn't it? Yeah. It's a loose plan. But before we get into the theme, obviously we have this catch up and we discuss like, oh, what things we could talk about. Kevin has this notebook where he goes, okay, yeah, that's a good point to talk about. And he writes it down and we just look down there and goes, <laughs> how did Pebble Dashing make the list? But we were skating for ages at Pebble. I think there's something very summary about Pebble Dashing. I've never seen a Pebble Dashed house in the UK. Is it a thing over? Is it just an Irish thing? I think it's an Irish. It must be. Like, our gaff is pebble dashed. What Irish gaff is in pebble dashed? They're, they're, they all are, aren't they? Well, I remember when my mum got the gaff pebble dashed and me and my dad did it, right? You did I, it? I've, I've pebble dashed. You're a pebble dasher? I am I am a pebble dasher. That, sorry, but that's kind of hot. I remember there was a fella pebble dashing a wall up the road from us and I was transfixed. I was obsessed with him. It's like you're a renaissance fucking artist. Renaissance? Yeah. What? A renaissance? <laughs> I don't know if that's the way you say it, but anyway. How do you say it? It's just renaissance. You're renaissance? You're, you're saying renaissance. That's the most cork. It's a French word and you've ruined it. Anyway, when you're a renaissance artist, because you be swaying. So, right, you put on the white 
face. The UK people and people from outside of Ireland, they don't have a clue what we're talking about. You just about. spat in my so face. Pebble dashing. I just spat on PJ. But you put on the white base on a wall, right? And yeah. then you get whatever pebbles tickle your fancy, right? Small stones, like, you know what Small I mean? Small stones, do you know? For those who don't know what pebbles are. <laughs> and you just fling them at the wall. <laughs> That's literally it. And they stick because of the white base. But I remember the fella who was doing the wall up the road from us. Why was he doing it? Oh, because the wall had come down in the floods of, I don't know what year. But... <laughs> don't. That wasn't appropriate, was it? No, I don't know. No. I just wanted to get you back for last week. <laughs> Me, am I very boring? <laughs> but anyway, he was pebble dashing the wall that yeah. had come down in the floods. And I remember he was... We were all like up above, like at the top of the hill, like watching them do it because we were literally like, we'd never seen it before because all the houses in our estate actually came pebble dashed. Oh. Yeah. Which sounds like, are they pebble? They're pebble dashed at the side because they're pure sore. <laughs> I'm trying to think if they are, but they're sore if you hit up off them. I think that it's a form of defense. It's a, it's a security system for your gas. It is. That's what it is. It's an Irish security system. Do you ever see the girlies who got notions then and started putting bits of mirror in their pebble dash? That sounds stunning. Pure mosaic energy. Who did that? One of the girlies up the road for me. She put a bit of mirror. She smashed the mirror. She didn't. She didn't give a fuck about the bad luck. She goes, I don't care. I want my house to look glam as fuck. And she used, she <laughs> pip, pab, pebble dashed her gaff with the mirror. What? Yeah. That's iconic. Iconic. Sorry, at the time everyone probably thought she was chaotic, but now we have to stand. We have to stand. Also, she was a bit of a gay icon. Oh, was she? Yeah. What else did she do? An older woman. Icon? She had the, the, the border of the pebble dash, the mirror pebble dash, was royal blue. Jesus Christ, we only had the one colour in our, in our estate. The white. The white, yeah, the white pebble dash. That is obviously the classic pebble dash look. Yeah. One last thing on pebble dashing. Well, the one thing that irks me the most... Is, on pebble dashing. Yeah, is when people paint over their pebble dashing, but don't like plaster it so it's all smooth and flat. They just paint over the pebbles <laughs> so it's just pure bumpy wall. <laughs> yeah, but it would be such pure an effort. Pure mumps energy. <laughs> it would be such an effort to like plaster it, wouldn't it? But otherwise you just get this like lumpy looking wall. It looks, oh sorry, I just, sorry now if you had your calf pebble dashed and you painted over because you thought it looked glam. Someone told you it would look fly and hot, but it doesn't. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard reference, if anyone. They have to get it, surely. Yeah, you must. And if, and if you haven't gotten that Tiffany Pollard reference, we failed you guys. And you must look it up. <laughs> what would we put into a time capsule to remember the podcast by in a hundred years? So people like picking up and go, what the heck? We can put the microphone in. Put the microphone. Then we won't be able to record. So, no. No, but we'll put... Hmm. No, put the microphone in. I think it would look nice when they open it up in 100 years. Yeah, put the mic. And they'd be like, oh, they had money, but it was only 50 quid. Yeah, what else would we do? I'd probably put a t-shirt. We could put in some nondescript tea bags. We could put in some tea bags of someone who sponsors us. <laughs> a slice of uh, sourdough. A slice of sourdough. That, that wouldn't keep. It wouldn't keep. We could maybe put a starter in there. Would the yeast keep? <laughs> like, you know, you have to have a starter when you're baking it fresh. What else would we put in? Um, blow a kiss What's that? You blow a kiss into it like <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the name of an album What would you put in your time capsule? What would you put? We need to do one I feel Okay let's do one Because then well I kind of want to be around when they open it up Does that defeat the purpose? I just want to see people's reactions and go what the fuck is this? But who, do people even open time capsules? That's the thing Yeah I think they do That's, You're meant to 
I've never seen a time capsule. I buried a plastic bottle down my back garden and it had a letter in it when I was younger. And I'd love to find it because I don't remember what I wrote what on it. What did you write? I say it was nonsense. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, but it still sounds like a lovely sentiment. I know. I don't know who I was writing to, though. Who were you writing to? Mother Earth. The Worms. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this week's theme. Let's. This week's theme is... Educating ourselves. Alexa, play Where is the Love by Black Eyed Peas. Come on, girl. Where is the Love by Black Eyed Peas on Amazon Music. Alright, girl, take your time. She's a bit slow, is she? She's probably worn out from the sun. She's wrecked. Sans energy. <laughs> I used to think they were called Black Eyed Peas. Oh my god, I love Black Eyed yeah. Peas. Because when they first came out and they were like singing about this, I thought of it as Black Eyed Peas. I live for Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I like Black Eyed Peas too, though. And oh, also, yeah. Elephant was such an album. Weird name, though. <laughs> People live in that thing, We need to cut to the chorus. Cut to the chorus. Seven is up. Killing people, dying, children hurt, and hear them crying. Practice what you preach. Would you turn the other cheek? Father, father, father. I love it. Where is the love? Oh, that was nice from you. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, stop. Alexa's probably getting into it as well. In fairness, sorry, no, but like, you actually really did a nice job in that bit, babe. No, you actually did. Does it sound condescending? Don't patronize me. I'm sorry, but you actually did. Also, I remember when this song first came out so well. I actually, I think I might have like, would I have been? Crying when I heard it first. It was stunning and they're slapping question marks all over the gap. Yeah, I remember the video they're like all driving around and like going around with the question marks. Also, this sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he didn't actually get his way, but my dad asked the priest in Douglas Church to play this at communion. I love it. But it was ridiculous. I remember him telling us and we were like, what? Like, I do get like, because obviously it's nice intent, but imagine... All the oldies down in Douglas rocking along to the Black Eyed Peas singing Where Is The Love? And would they rap it like? Like imagine some like Maureen from down the road being like <laughs> What's wrong with the world mama? No like he didn't want people to like sing to it He just wanted it to be played because he was like Oh it's such a beautiful message and stuff Oh Yeah I never knew your dad was a pacifist I know I didn't really either I think maybe he just liked the Black Eyed Peas I love it But obviously like the priest was never going to agree to it right? Why though? I don't know. It would have spiced up the sermon, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I feel like I could kind of get down with the mass. Not get down with it, that's not right, because I couldn't really get down with it either. <laughs> but, like, at Christmas or, like, you know, times when you had to kind of go to mass. Yeah. Like, Babe, you loved mass. You were not a boy. No, I loved it long ago. But then when I was able to develop independent thinking... And when you found another stage... <laughs> to perform on... <laughs> But one thing I couldn't get in with was them changing all the words of all the prayers to try and be hip or whatever. The Pope oh, came really? out with it one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they changed everything. But sure, people still don't even know. And still you have people saying the old prayers because it was so like drilled into them. So like no one has a clue. I'd be skinning at one like young hip priest going in being like, Jesus was lit. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a priest up on the altar. We can't publish this. My mum will cry. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like my mum will cry. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> she was very offended last week with all the F words that we were throwing around. We, yeah, we do need to... I did notice during the edit last week that I had said a lot of F words. I don't know, maybe sometimes I'd just be having a laugh. I do like sometimes, like, I'm just a bit of a potty mouth. Yeah, sometimes I don't mind doing it. But then also, I don't like people cursing too much in, like, public spaces. I'd be like, oh, Especially if it's my friends and there's, like, older people around. I don't even think twice about it, to be yeah. honest. No, yeah, you don't, because sometimes I look at you and I give you a stare for it. No, yeah, because I say it quite loud. Or, when I used to teach kids dancing, I'd be like, Asher, just don't give a fuck and everyone go for this one. And I'd be like, oh, they're seven, PJ. You need to, like, actually censor yourself. Anyway, guys, so we chose the song Where Is The Love by Black Eyed Peas um, because the theme for this week is educating ourselves and we're educating ourselves on everything that's happening in the world at the moment. That's been prompted by the murder of George Floyd um, in the States in Minnesota. So what we're looking to do is we kind of like struggle like with what way to go about this and whether it's right for two of us to like even like we weren't sure whether we should even tackle it as a theme. But we were like it would just be completely wrong really if we didn't. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if we it would just be really hard to ignore. Yeah. When thinking of themes for this week, me and Kevin couldn't think of anything but the Black Lives yeah. Matter movement and we have to give our platform to it because it's not enough to just be non-racist anymore. We have to be actively anti-racist. And um, so we've been trying to learn more and research more on how to become um better at being anti-racist. Yeah. So um yeah it's we're kind of up to ninety to be honest. Kind of a small bit up to ninety as well because and that is one thing that I suppose is being shared online that some people are afraid to speak out because they're afraid of saying the wrong thing. Mm. But I suppose, like, like you can't let the fear of saying something wrong, like, hold you back from yeah. saying something that you think is right. You know what I mean? And exactly. Like, from, and I said this to PJ, like, I said, like, sometimes if I'm looking at, like, our back catalogue of previous episodes with the podcast, like, it's amazing because, like, we've been doing it now for, I suppose, nearly a year and a half. But, like, Obviously, because like a lot of the stuff that we do is like reactive to things that are going on in the world at the moment. And at that time, it's like, it's almost like our own like kind of, I want to say queer, like, because we're both gay and it's a gay podcast, but like kind of queer archive, I think of it. You know what mm. I mean? Like in, in 50 years, people could go, oh my God, listen to this podcast that two gay lads made 50 years ago. They're from Ireland. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, and like, we kind of document like events that are happening like at that time. So like when we get to episode 27 and we like have to go back to recording in our house because of lockdown, people go, oh my God, they were, you know, living through coronavirus. That's how they managed. So it would just be completely ridiculous of us to not speak about this. Yeah. And also like, it's something we're both extremely passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I think this is just really important. This is what's happening now. Whilst the Black Lives Matter movement is like, gaining huge momentum at the moment we need to like just all rally behind it and kind of like just check ourselves and see like how we can actively contribute yeah to making the world a bit of a better place i feel like i'm ranting but again it's because i'm up to 90 because i'm just kind of a bit like yeah because we don't want to insult or we don't want to um come across as two people who are like jumping on what's trending because we we realize yeah. what's happening in the media we should have been talking about this more explicitly for years yeah. but we're l- trying to learn now and that's all we can do yeah. and move forward and become better um, at being more anti-racist so what we're do- what we've been doing as well is like looking to the a lot of black people who we look up to um, and mm. kind of listening to their advice and also reading a lot researching a lot um, and we kind of have some tips is yeah. it tips 
tips that really helped us and they mightn't help you guys but they're trying to they're trying, they're helping us become more um vocal about race and break down those barriers so you can go to your aunt and you can start the conversation and have those uncomfortable conversations yeah exactly because i suppose one thing that i was particularly interested in when all this talk started happening and all this outrage happened was obviously there's people in ireland like having their two cents and like some opinion is that oh my god obviously this is completely abhorrent that's happening in the u.s but also like in ireland this isn't really an issue like we're a million miles away from that and there's been black people speaking out like from ireland who've been saying no like i've experienced racism in this country lads i know we're all mad about ireland and stuff and like we'll be the first people to shout from fucking big ben or the shard and say oh yeah. my god we're weak for Ireland, like, oh my God, era boo. But also, lads, we need to, even though it mightn't be on the same scale as, like, you know, police brutality that's happening in the US, like, racism is obviously still an issue in Ireland, right? Yeah. It is. And, it, it like, the thing is, it's incorrect on all accounts. It doesn't matter in what form it presents itself, right? Mm-hmm. We still need to call it out because, as well, if we don't nip it in the bud, that's how things get bigger and it's when we start ignoring the small issues exactly that, like, that just snowballs, you know what I mean? And as well, as white people, because this is something that's bothered me the most out of everything that started, right? And the conversation online is and people's white people saying, oh, I don't think racism is an issue in Ireland. What? Yeah, that makes one, no you, sense to me. And as well, you're white. You never had to deal with discrimination because of the color of your skin. Exactly. Like it's literally the white privilege. You can smell it off someone. You're like, <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, how can you tell someone who's telling you they've experienced something that it's not like that when you don't have a clue? I was trying to equate it to something, and I was like, I don't know if this is kind of chaotic, but I was like, imagine someone right living out in the Sahara Desert, right, mm-hmm. and living out in the Sahara Desert the whole life, right, and then. Coming back, right, meeting someone who never lived in the Sahara Desert. Who never lived there, right? They've never lived in the desert. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going either, okay? But, <laughs> here but imagine the person who's lived in the Sahara Desert their whole life coming back and going, Jesus Christ, you know what? It's fucking sweltering out there. It's so... Yeah. It's, honestly, it's, it's unbearably hot, right? And then the person who's never lived there in their life, who's never had to experience it, going, you know what? I don't think it is. <laughs> Do you know, I don't... I, you can say that, but you're categorically wrong. Yeah. Because you haven't lived one second of it. Exactly. I'm not trying to equate racism, which is obviously a huge problem in the world. To I'm not to, <laughs> You know what I mean? That's not what I'm doing, but I'm trying to break it down to try and make people, mm-hmm. like, realise, like, yeah. what they're saying. Is that... Yeah. I don't know. It's probably problematic. I might edit it out. <laughs> I don't know. But that's what... Because I said to my friend and they went, oh my God, yeah, kind yeah. of is. Okay, so we're up to 19, obviously, um, it's the first time we speak openly about race, because I never really wanted to speak for black people. Right? Yeah, um, I suppose we have to, that's something like we have to be conscious of, you know Yeah, what I mean? but I do want to use our platform and be an ally to the black community, and um, so I think we do need to just suck up and have these uncomfortable conversations with each other and feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable, because yeah. otherwise, how are we going to progress and move forward? Yeah, you know? exactly. So, we've been looking at different... Um, black creators online and social and authors and we've um gathered a few tips that really helped us start talking about it more and feel more confident to speak out um, and we're just going to share some of them with you yeah exactly so hopefully these tips will benefit you guys as well yeah and if you are black and you're listening and we do say something wrong just tell us and correct us because yeah. we just want to learn yeah exactly 
also already like for me the great thing about what's happening is like it's start it is starting conversations already this week i've had discussions with friends that i went to college with who i've never really spoken to about race really mm-hmm. um i've spoken with my mom about it we like we've been talking about it here in the house like it is getting people talking you know what i mean so that's like you know as long as it gets people talking and like us moving forward in the right direction like that's you know what I mean and you know what I was shook about right is the fact that it's we're noticing that we're talking about it way more is even highlights the fact of how we much we weren't talking about it before oh yeah completely it just highlights how like our white privilege was like so apparent for two people who think they're liberal thinkers oh my god I thought I was like, so woke and we're yeah literally and we're like and like we're I would always stand up for racial injustice, like if it happened in front of me, mm-hmm. but not actively talking about it in, in my daily life. Yeah, it just shows how like complacent I was in it. Yeah, and um, so by having these conversations now, it's only underlining like the reason to talk about it more. Talk Do you know about what I it mean? More completely. Yeah. Um, moving on to the first tip. Moving on to the tips. Do we insert music, or Do is that a bit insensitive? Tips? No, I think we moving on to our learnings. Moving on to our learning bits. Yes. Moving on to our learnings, because tips is a bit chaotic, because, like, they might work for everyone, but they're working for us. They're kind of, they're, they're, I suppose, if you break it down, it kind of is a, it's kind of, yeah, guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, a guideline is a tip, is it? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Anyway, listen to these guidelines on how to be an anti-racist, and how to be a better person to the black community. Yeah. Okay, so the first lesson was brought to us by Monroe Bergdorf. Who, who you know we stand since we stand episode one. Since F1. I think we did mention Monroe on the first day. Yeah, you know we? we're obsessed with her. I feel like we could get her on as a guest. Really? I nah. I don't think she would. She's too big. Yeah, I feel like she's doing too many bits. But um, She's in demand. She's V in demand. But we stand her so hard and it's a, I always go to her for like information. Yeah. And how to be a better ally yeah. to the trans community mm-hmm. and the black community. Exactly, but, guys. Um, she's such a good spokesperson. So definitely give definitely her the follow, follow on Instagram. Her. Also, she's stunning. Stunning. We and live. is always coming through with the pics. And turns looks. Anyway, <laughs> this is a this is a Monroe Bordeaux stan account. Um, <laughs> one thing she did talk a lot about is doing your research. Um, but not asking don't find your black friends and go how can I be a better ally because that's something like that would be our first port call because you know me and Kevin love to chat we'd be like texting <laughs> yeah. like our friends who are black being like okay so how can I be an ally but they're going through loads of shit yeah they're, they're like panicking they're, they're going through some trauma like yeah. so like there's no point in adding to that so go do your own research stop being lazy yeah that's something that we found and that was a learning for us right yeah completely because like being honest right when everyone started posting things initially on social media i was kind of like struggling with it because i was like oh i didn't want to just appear like that i was just throwing something up for the sake of yeah having this like symbol on my profile that i wasn't a racist because mm-hmm. i was reading like these like statements and it's completely true about like you know silence being compliance and i was kind of reading too much into that and i was kind of going Oh, I'm being silent on social media, therefore, like, I'm part of the problem and stuff. And, like, obviously, it is good to amplify the voices on social media and because it's such a powerful tool at the moment. But also, like, it doesn't just have to happen by you mm. throwing something up on your Instagram. Yeah, that's all well and good if you're doing it appropriately and stuff. But, like, I struggled with that. So I was like, oh, should I message my friend first and be like, oh, do you think this is okay to put up? Yeah. But also, like... 
How many people is how many, <laughs> but how many people are messaging that friend? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you don't need to ask your friend because there's so much out there. Once you start looking, like there is so much. Girlies, you know I love the reading, and I actually picked this up at the start of lockdown because what I did was I kind of panic bought, and um, when I kind of knew all the shops would be shutting down, I was like, right, I want to be stocked up on my literature. So one book that I did buy was Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Reniero Lodge and like just for me I find it like I find social media as well like trying at the best of times and like testing and like I spend too much time at, on it in general so I like to kind of you know swap to a mm-hmm. book. She's actually come out herself since and said because I suppose when something like this happens like the murder in the US like and when white people like want to make a conscious effort to do better obviously her book is being like tipped and stuff and people are saying oh like you should read this i definitely recommend but and obviously that's going to result in her you know making money because yeah. her book is selling which is great but i think i think she's come out um on twitter and said that, that kind of doesn't sit right with her so she's kind of saying like maybe get a copy of the book from your friend borrow it or borrow, take it out in your library if you can are libraries back open these days um, is the library open i don't know <laughs> is the library open girlies <laughs> But she was saying, yeah, that basically if you could use the money then that you're going to spend on buying the book, like, and donating it to, like, a black cause that's, oh like, helping the Oh, my God. I love that. Selfless queen, we stand. We have to stand her. I was literally like, oh, my God, I love this. Girlies, another book that's meant to be fab is White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. Um, and I want to I wanna read that one as well. Also, I know you made a New Year's resolution at Christmas to start reading more books. I feel like... Girlies, I hate to be the one to out him, but PJ hasn't read any books this side of Christmas, have oh, you? Babe, I've been busy. I know you've been busy, but it was a New Year's resolution and you haven't read one book. I know, I, I yeah, but now I have to, like, I feel I like it's a good place myself. to start. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I ever had any motivation, it would be to educate myself and fucking get it going, you know? I feel like if you don't, then I'm actually going to get you cancelled. Well, I have to and, now. Uh, you have to, exactly. Yeah. Good. Good. Girlie, see? <laughs> I love it. Reading is what? Fundamental. And we? <laughs> also, another lesson we learned from basically like every Instagram account we yeah. started following is that um, it's not enough to just learn about your white privilege and how that benefited you throughout your life. You also need to like action change. Yeah. So like when you're learning about all these horrible acts that happen to black people across the world, you need to obviously get behind them and like there's so many petitions you can sign and there's so many different groups that you can donate to. So like put your money where your mouth is like so you can yeah. and if you don't have money there's even YouTube videos that people have, black creators have made that serve ads that help um give money to those organizations by just watching some black exactly. ad. There's no excuse to not actually physically action something, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Girlies, how long does signing a petition take? Honestly, Literally. How long does it take? Like, we've all shared a chain mail so that we wouldn't have 20 years of bad luck <laughs> like, via WhatsApp groups and on Facebook Messenger. We can sign an online petition, you know what I mean? Because it's about lobbying governments to actually do something. And also, on another level, it's so important... To have your voice heard and to actually vote, to get out and vote and make sure you're voting for people who share these same like core beliefs for you, who aren't part of parties who are known to be racist and spout some hate when it comes to fucking people of other creeds and other colours and other faiths. Like, because that's what it boils down to. And you might think, again, we'll say in Britain, when Boris referred to Muslim women wearing 
um, burqas and hijabs as letterboxes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that might be seen as always just a comment of something small. No, that's huge. That's in, that incites it's hate. Disgusting. And when it's coming from someone who's running our government, the British government, I should be careful that all the Irish should be like, that's not your government. <laughs> but when it's, coming, when it's coming from the Prime Minister, that then, because he's getting away with saying it, right? Mm hmm. That then leads other people to believe, oh, well, like, if he says it... Then like, I can say then it. Then I can say it. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? And I can get away with it. It's and what then, happened in America with Trump. Exactly. Look at... Look at... Look at... The state of affairs in the country with that gobshite in power. In power? Honestly, there was a clip during the week and he was saying to... What's the wife's name again? God bless her. Is Ivanka the daughter? Is Mel- Mel- oh, yeah. Melanie? No, what's Mel- her name? Melania. No. Mel- no. Melania. 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 Millennial Trump. Anyway, God bless her. He told her to smile. <laughs> she's even fed up with his bullshit. She's over him. Oh, you can tell that she's over him. But would she not get out of there? I think she's a robot. You'd have to be. No one can stick next to someone like that. I couldn't even... I, I, I couldn't even look at him. I know. I think he's just so annoying. He definitely smells. I think. Sorry, no. Is this rude? No. Actually, it's so not rude to even say. He pure smells of B.O. B.O. And I was just thinking like... Gravy. Uh, and privilege. Pure <laughs> smell of gravy and privilege off him. No, but literally, girly. So, there's so many petitions you can sign. And donate. Like, use your money. Like, what? Don't get a couple of oatmeal glasses in the week. Exactly. And give it to a good cause. Or if you're PJ, don't buy two outdoor heaters for the backyard that don't even come with a stand. So Kevin can't even put them up because we don't have a pole to place them on. Maybe invest. Sorry, but what was that about? Your trick or to you? Honestly, girlies. I was trying to keep us warm. Babe, it's the summer. If we want to be out in the backyard, we'll throw a throw around our legs and we'll be grand. But it was one of those, you know, those ridiculous... Um, Fucking quarantine purchases. Yeah, I know. Like, literally, what I did... I know it sounds awful because it's not as if I, like, you know, donate the money and I was like, yes, I'm absolved from my racism. I'm absolved from my white privilege. But, like, when you know that you're putting your money into something that's, like, actively going towards making black people's lives better. It do, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. There's obviously something in that. Now, one of the causes that I had donated to was the Minnesota Freedom Fund, but they've actually, you've told me they've since come out to say that. Yeah, apparently, like, I donated to them as well, but then I saw a few posts being like, oh, girls, we have loads of money these days. Um, can you donate to other people? So there's so many other places uh, you can donate to. So um, And also, in, there's a link in my bio, but I, I'll share it on this as well, where... Yeah. Like, you can donate money and it splits it across loads of smaller oh, organizations. Oh, I love that. So, like, you, uh, Ryan, our friend, shared it, actually. That's a so, great idea. Um, you put in, you put in how much money you want to um, donate, and then it shares it across all these different donations. Oh, I love that. And also, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, like, the reason they had so much money was because so many people were donating to it, presumably. Oh, right? yeah, obvs. I'm weak for them. They're probably, like... They're living. They're living. They're, but it's brilliant, because I was, like... All the protesters can get bail. Yeah. Unreal. Weak for that. Kevin just told me to stop because I'm panicking because I want to say something and he just goes stop trying to over intellectualise it just say it like PJ would say it and I goes so like dumb is it no that's not what I was insinuating for one second you said that I was saying just 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 take a second just say it the way like you just yeah, chat normally I know. do you know what I mean well, like I just don't want to offend anyone of course yeah it's fine you're not gonna okay you're so gonna. I just dumb it down like PJ would say it would I <laughs> Anyway, girlies, I was saying 
that it's become so apparent when now that we've opened up this conversation about racism and um, everyone's speaking about it more openly that like it's still really um present in ireland yeah um, and the uk like it's not just like as kevin was saying earlier it's not just in the us right no it's not just a us issue it's not just a black person's issue the issue is white privilege right yeah white exactly. privilege and just systemic racism across the world basically so um what we need to do is we need to start tackling it in our home soil so like yeah in ireland a girl amanda ade posted this amazing video where she spoke so eloquently about yeah. like the racism that's still in ireland and what black people go through in ireland yeah that we need to address exactly like that video made me cry because she highlighted so many issues that we just need to address and we need to um, help black kids in Ireland feel safe like all the black Irish kids that are growing up in Ireland need to feel like part of the country you know yeah, what I mean exactly but um, we're going to link her video because it is so amazing and you should watch it in our description and also she has her own podcast week um, called the Boxed Out Podcast which you need to check out as well because she just released a new episode as well this week speaking on those issues too so what you do is once you finish listening to this on your Sunday if you're still out for your walk if you're still doing bits if you're still hungover or whatever and just looking for something to do, give that a listen, you know what I mean? That's the time. And even if you want to stop listening to our podcast now, actually don't, we shouldn't be advocating that. But like, <laughs> but give it a listen, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know how long the episodes are, but just, you know what I mean? It's our like, episode is 26 minutes long. You know so what I mean? Like, it's nothing. And it's, it's all around racism. It's not just an American problem, which exactly. is basically what we're saying here. So like what we need to start doing is you need to start having those difficult conversations you had in your home the same difficult conversations that you had when you were trying to repeal the eighth or when you were trying yeah. to get um, marriage equality for um, gays in Ireland the gays and lesbians I presume <laughs> oh yeah obviously lesbians too like yeah um, you need to have those difficult conversations again now because like racism in Ireland is so real and we can't just go- keep going and like avoiding the yeah. topic and we can't just saying, keep saying oh well Oh, well, we're better than other countries for us. That's no way to live your life. Sure, if, if that was the case, and if we kept making that comparison, then sure, we wouldn't progress at all. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. And, like, that's one thing I do love about Ireland is that we are becoming this, like, um, this island of reform and, mm. like, stamping out all archaic, like, ways and things, like, we know to, know to be wrong. Like, the Black Rights Movement obviously didn't just begin last week. Mm. With the murder of George Floyd. It's, I just feel like now we're really at the cusp of something where like, ch- change actually has to be made now. Yeah, it's you know basically I mean? why people like me and Kevin are being forced to notice more and take yeah. more notice of it. And I think it just, it's just we just need to start acting more on it. Exactly. And also, right, what was the name of this tip? So it was, see how you can make positive change, right, at home. Like, like things like direct provision, which is still happening in Ireland, right... For people who don't know, to just tell them what direct provision is. Okay, so basically, direct provision is basically a system that's put in place to provide accommodation for asylum seekers who are fleeing their country for whatever reason, for war, whatever. Yeah. Right? And basically, with Ireland, some of the conditions that people have been put into, yeah, they've been given their accommodation, and yeah, they're getting meals and stuff, but it's like... it's inhumane and some it's of the conditions manky. are ridiculous I'm sorry no but imagine fleeing your country because of war and coming into Ireland being like the place where we're meant to all be sound as fuck and we're yeah. meant to be like Cade Mila Falta living our lives like 100,000 welcomes come in here and then us lobbing you into a manky gaff and staying in a room with eight other people and going oh you can stay there for two years and the thing is 
it's so indefinite like these waiting periods are so indefinite for these people who are living in direct provision and some of the places where they're being housed like they have a canteen they can't even cook for themselves mm -hmm. they're literally sharing the bed with the children or whatever so, so yeah sad. they're being looked after but they're literally getting the bare minimum do you know what I mean and as well like the whole point is to try and like integrate them into society so they can go about like building their lives like I just think you need to think of it this way like People are stressed out and anxious and getting depressed in lockdown when you have a beautiful telly, as, as any food you want in the fridge, and then you're um, saying that you want to lock these people in a gammy room with loads of other people for years. And then even some people could be there for up to seven years and still told they're getting sent back to their country. Exactly. Like, it's unacceptable and sorry, it's inhumane and we need to like, we need to start really pushing to get that change so there's um a letter going around at the moment um let me just find who's written it also on that they said that masney was one of the nicer gaps for direct provision you know masney where they used to do the games no masney community games and they used to go up and they used to do now that says something if that's one of the nicer gaps yeah do you know what i mean like so Brian O'Flynn on Twitter, he's written an anti-racism letter template for Irish people to send to their TDs um, and it asks that they lobby on your behalf to, to, for the Irish government to explicitly support the Black Lives Matter protests and then also dismantle the system of direct provision, um, which is, it takes two seconds to fill out and we'll tweet it um, the day this episode comes out so you can go onto our Twitter and you'll be able to do it as well. So yeah. let's get writing and sending those TDs some love letters. Let's get political, but also like the whole Cade Meadow Foyle thing, that can't only apply for when those Americans are coming down to Torque Waterfall. I want to fridge magnet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can't just apply for like the Spanish students who are coming over the summer to learn some English and are hanging around the Brogue. Like it has to apply to everyone who's like mm -hmm. sets foot in our country. Like, Jesus Christ, they're asylum seekers. Yeah. Fucking hell, treat them with a bit of dignity. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, go on. We're getting very... Jesus, we're getting very... <laughs> we're getting very stressed. Yeah. You need a vape. Imagine how they feel. I know. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
So that's there just a few of our learnings and stuff we're going to be taking forward to just become more actively anti-racist, right? And I know we're not going to solve racism in a podcast with two white guys yeah. chatting about Black Lives Matter. But it's just using our platform for something that we really are truly passionate about. And also, like, once we finish recording this podcast, like, it doesn't stop there. Or, like, once you finish listening, you're like, oh, geez, that's great. It's about how, like, we need to go about the rest Change. of our lives try and make change you know what I mean yeah. just to make the world a better place for yeah, you, you, want your, I mean? you want your child to grow up especially like just speaking on Ireland you want your child to grow up in an Ireland that's accepting and where everyone feels comfortable and if anyone's spouting this all lives matter bullshit or what about this group don't focus on um, just black people black people need our help now they need they need our attention because yeah. it's been happening to them so much so like tell your fucking racist second cousin they can go in fuck off <laughs> if they're coming at you with this all lives matter bullshit but like it's okay so also black lives matter isn't doesn't state that other lives don't matter that's not what it's saying yeah someone used an analogy there that it was like if there is a building burning down right and someone is going oh my god this is a cartoon to- was it? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Oh, is it a cartoon? So it's one building's burning and someone's like, someone's putting their hose on their building and they're like, oh, can you water my building because it's on fire? Yeah. And they're like, oh, but my house is dry and it could catch on fire too. And they're like, yeah, but it's not. But it's not right and now. And I know your house needs help, but like my house is burning. Currently, and we need to focus our attention on the cause at hand, which is my burning house, which is racism against black people, against our black brothers and sisters in the world happening right now and for people who are saying that the riots in america are not necessary you need to remember that gay pride started as a riot yeah exactly i know it can be like really unsettling and like confusing to watch like a city being like people rioting in minnesota and whatever and like cars being set on fire and shit like that like but it's necessary because nothing has been Doing done like that, like last week wasn't the first instance of police brutality in the states. This is something that's happening the whole time, and like just think of all the instances that weren't caught on camera. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like the fact that people are running just goes to show you, like they're at the end of their tether. Like that, nothing else is like working, and nothing else is getting people to listen to them. So they feel like they're at their wit's end, and they need to do something. You know yeah. what I mean? So all you basic white gays who, <laughs> when you're sitting in your Aussie bums watching telly, going, oh, I don't condone that violence. We have rights today because there was riots. Because there was riots. What was it? It was a brick. The first brick that was thrown at Stonewall. It wasn't the first fucking daisy that someone tried to lob over the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a brick. And as well, one of the biggest names in that riot was Marsha P. Johnson, who we have to thank so much. And that's a, a black trans woman. like Exactly. So... Check yourself before you start commenting. <laughs> before you start commenting on the situation, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, girlies, we're not running to be a TD. Like we're no. not, we're not trying to be T-shirt of Ireland here. We're just, we just couldn't. Although do I an- do a better job than that for now. What's <laughs> the story there? Ugh, that's another app. <laughs> but we just couldn't do an episode about any other topic than um, the Black Lives Matter movement. It would just imagine if we came in here and goes, right, lads. Kevin's been mad out in the back doing a few gardening bits because the weather's been lovely this week. We're getting green fingers. We're, we're going to talk about, about gardening. Gardening. Well, that could be a stunning it. It could be a gorgeous But like not it. when there not is. Not this week. Not this, not this week at all. Not this week. You know what I mean? So girlies, 
Anyway, I hope, you know what, I know it's been a bit of a deviation from what we normally go on about, but Jesus Christ. I'd be mortified if, imagine if we look back in a few years and went, oh my God, remember when everything that was happening in the world with regard to the Black Lives Matter movement, and we started talking about gardening. something fucking random like gardening. I need to stop cursing, I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, as well, that's one more thing. You want to be on the right side of history as yeah. well. Like, imagine looking back now in Ireland and you voted no to the marriage referendum. <laughs> You'd be... Mortified, honestly, and imagine like all the gay weddings happening once lockdown is over, presumably, and then like people knowing that you voted no because you kind of like expressed it, and then all your other friends who you kind of thought were voting no but didn't actually vote no, and then some of them are actually gay and having weddings, and them going, oh, well, we can't invite you, Connor, because you voted no, you voted no, so it'd just be weird if you rocked up to a wedding when you don't believe that we should be have the right to get married. So be on the right side of history. Yeah, girlies. Otherwise, you can celebrate with us and join in on the shits and giggles when we're, we've gotten to the point where we need to get to, okay? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, babe. <laughs> exactly, girlies. You know what one of it. As you said, girlies, if we're saying anything in this episode that the black community finds offensive or think is wrong, just let us know because we want to learn. Let PJ know what you think he said was wrong. Shut up! Because... Babe, I'm already <laughs> up to 90. Oh my God, I'm up to 90 as well. I don't know, like, Jesus Christ. Lads, I'm sweating. Lads, we're sweating. But anyway. Anyway. Okay, girlies, on to man knows best. Our man's do know best. What have we fired their way this week? Okay, let's start with my man, will we? Go on. Give it to us, Newells. Come on, Newells. Who did we have first last week? I can't remember. I don't know. Mm. Is she listening to the telly again? Hi. Definitely talking. How do you deal with feeling lonely even when surrounded by other people was my first question today. Oh. How many questions you Dear listener, I can relate to that feeling, no. but I know it's part of a grieving process. Firstly, ask yourself, have you had a personal loss lately? Be it for a person, a job, a body part, etc. A loss of any kind, when separation of any kind, family, home, friends, etc. I know even this isolation with the pandemic has left a lot of people feeling so much loss and can affect your mental health so much. How long have you been feeling this way? I know. I also know it can get better and you can feel comfortable again in this situation. Remember, sharing this feeling with family, friends, etc. can help. A problem shared is a problem halved. There are a lot of helplines out there also to talk to. Now you've made the first move by asking for help and advice. Good luck and love yourself. That's so beautiful. I love that. And you know what Nelly, <laughs> Nelly sent me over the edge was the turning of the copybook, the page. Because she obviously writes them out, does she? And then yeah, she reads yeah, them out. Yeah, I think she does, yeah, which oh, is what I love. But also, yeah, I think my mom is right. Like you, did you experience a loss or is there something going on in your life that's making you feel lonely? But the only way to, to deal with it, I think, is to talk about it. And I think it's good that mom said at the end there, like you're after taking the first step already yeah. by asking for advice to us. Yeah. So maybe... And the next step might be to tell, like, a close friend how you're feeling or a family member or even speak to someone. Yeah, exactly. You're taking the first step, so... Well done, girl. Go, girlie. 
Okay, so let's see what Philly had to say for herself this week. Love Philly. All her siblings call her Philly. Really? My nan called her Philly as well. Nan if she was a drag queen, would she be called Philadelphia? <gasps> Philadelphia is good. Philly. Really, Philly. Next. Free Philly? Like Free Philly? Nah, that's nah, stupid. Nah, that's shit. <laughs> So, hi everyone. Uh, my question this week is uh, the nicest way to stop your mum asking when she's getting a grandchild. Is she scratching her leg? So, I, can hear I scratching. suppose there's a lot of us mammies could hold our hands up to that one. Sarah, um, myself included. Uh, it's a strange one, you know. You're young adults and we tell you go out into the world and have a great life and be careful and have respect and don't get tied down. And then you fast forward a, a few short years and we're looking for the grandchildren. Um, <laughs> I suppose too, you know, I see some of my friends there now and, and they'd be grandparents, you know, maybe first timers or second time round. And it's it's not... It's not that you envy it or anything, but I, I've looked at it and said, God, I'd love that. And Aww. I know my kids would know my feelings on it. You know, they know, the four of them would know that I'd love a couple of grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't be on about it all the time or anything, <laughs> but I suppose I have said it. And uh, yes. um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. And I, I'm just wondering, too, is it a thing like, you know... Is it built into us? I'm not really sure. Something along the That's lines of, yeah. you know, completing the circle of life. So do we do oh, it in a kind of a, a subconscious manner? I'm not really sure. And is there a nice way to tell your mum to butt out? There is, I'm sure. You could just say to her mum, you'll have to stop asking because, you know, ultimately what will be will be. It'll be my choice, my decision. But you could then say something along the lines that, you know, she'd be the very first person that you'd love to share the great Aww. news with if and when it happens. And she'll be okay about that. Okay, good luck. Oh. My mum is the same as myself. She's mad for the babas. Is Do you she? know what I mean? Oh, ma- my mum would just be like. Because you get even a bit creepy. I'm a bit creepy. Kevin be like, hi. <laughs> And then, like, Kevin, their parents are terrified that they're going to rob the child. But you know what? Children actually... I don't want to say, obviously... Obviously, some children can be allergic or whatever. Children love me, too. No, babe, you run after them in the street. I know, like, the thing is, God bless parents trying to teach their kids about stranger danger. And I'm running up to them, and I'm nearly snatching them from the buggies. But, like, that sounds awful. But my mom is the exact same, yeah. like, and, like... It probably is a while off yet, but I know my mum probably, like, I can't wait to see her wit. I think your mum being unreal. You know nanny. what I mean? Because your mum is a nan, like, and stuff like that. Oh, Can you remember? She's for being a nan. <laughs> she's so nanny. I hope as well. I'd love to have kids one day, and I hope. You will be. I know, I know, I know, but like, I, have to, <laughs> I know, I know, but like, I have to find a fella first, but at the same time, you know what I mean? I love the idea of my, I don't know. It's kind of that idea of, like, obviously, like, even if you don't want to have kids, that's all well and good. Like, not yeah. everyone wants to. Like, I can understand the man asking about the babas. Because I love the babas. Yeah, but also just be like... Tell her, go on away, mind your business. Yeah, mind your business, girl. Yeah. I don't want a baby now. 
Also, pure noisy. <laughs> the air. Pure expensive and noisy. Pure expensive and noisy, baby. And also pooing all around the gaff. Pure smelly, expensive and noisy. The nappies. Do you think you'd be buying the fresh nappies, or would you get them wearing the cloth? I think I'd. I in my head, I'll get them wearing the cloth. In my head, but I'd after do the, the cloth. Forced poop. I'd say I'd be team. <laughs> I'll be getting the Pampers. I know, just imagine washing up the cloth my the whole Instagram, time. Thank you, Pampers. Paid post with Pampers. That'll be me. Girlies, so if I ever true. hit that 10k, I'll be doing the paid post with Pampers with my kids. I was going to say as well, like, give your man the podcast to listen to, and then I'd like, just be like, oh, listen to the end. And then that might be, if she didn't feel comfortable telling her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, listen. And then, would she get the hint? Or just. Um, when your pill alarm goes off on your phone just go up to her and flick the pill in the air and grab it and be like see I'm learning loads of new tricks with my pill because I'm taking it every day <laughs> and then just walk away don't show her the coil though because that'd be weird that would just be a bit random it would be a bit unnecessary but I love the flipping of the pill I love it and then walk away in slow motion <laughs> I love it I love it anyway girlies anyway, it's been an app Anyway, Carly, it's been the, one of the most stressful apps, I think, of my but, life. But and necessarily stressful. Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But, Carly, if we're cancelled next week because we said something stupid, I'm so sorry, but we're just trying to learn. We've had a good ride of it too, by the way. Yeah. Haven't we? Yeah, we're just trying to learn and grow and be more um, vocal about race and be more anti-racist and not just non-racist. Yeah, exactly. And we're not saying we're perfect either. Jesus Christ, oh, I've so girls. much learning to do. So much learning, but um, at least we're setting the conversation. At least we're setting, going yeah. about making change. That's but if we are cancelled, girlies, thanks for sticking with us this song. <laughs> and at least we tried, you know? We enjoyed, girlies, and you've been amazing. Amazing. Supporting us, so thanks Till so much for that. next time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye, bye girlies. girlies. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Lovely, bye, 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 bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.